After Ursay spoke out about how he would like him to sell the team and he thinks it's time, Snyder disagreed publicly and said once all the evidence comes out, Ursay will see that there's no reason for him to sell the team. Then he sent all the owners like a we're all in this together letter, which was not well received. Dan Snyder is like a Sopranos character that we all know is going to get killed, but he's just (laughs) walking around and the episode is happening. And you're like, when and where is it going to happen? Because this guy's going to end up in a trunk. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Glad to have you with us. And thank you for those reviews. They help us a ton in the battle of the search and suggestion. This show is out there battling every day to stay up near the top of the search results and suggested podcasts. And your five-star reviews are like air support that keeps us marching forward. Yeah. They're like air support that keeps us marching forward. I like that. I love a good analogy. Anyway, recording on a Saturday night this time. Chris is here, of course, making it sound good. Coach and Angela are here as well. Angela's got her Detroit versus the refs hoodies on. She's a little pissed that she's missing baseball, but I mean, come on, it's baseball. Uh, (laughs) They tell me the World Series is happening. I don't know. I've been chest deep in first quarter NFL scoring margins and injury reports, but I have noticed the Phillies and Astros are still playing baseball on Halloween. So that must be why we got a lot to talk about today, sports and otherwise. So let's get into it. World Series. Okay, guys, tell me about the World Series so far. I see the Phillies are up one game to nothing. And word is they were down five, nothing in game one. It came back to win that. huh? Angela, tell me about game one. It was crazy. (laughs) It was super intense. Game one is everything that World Series baseball is supposed to be, and it is an opportunity of a lifetime. I always shake my head at people who say they are not baseball fans. You absolutely need to tune in and watch because what we saw yesterday, like the Astros are super talented, right? Like there's no denying that. Pena, again, once again, everybody's so shocked and amazed at what a little powerhouse he is for being such an amazing rookie. So that's a, a really big deal. But in postseason baseball, and last night was a classic example of how the tenacity of these players and how gritty they can play, like the Phillies battling back, but having the grit and the tenacity to play so, so smart. Like when you're at the plate and you're able to hit and place the ball, like these ploppers that were going in the middle of the field, or when you're able to drive your hit down the baseline, like third baseline where you're advancing advancing runners left and right like crazy. And then to see, like, I'm sorry, but watching Schwarber steal base just about, like, that was pretty <laughs> comical to me. Like, like, this is what's happening in postseason baseball. This is what happens during the World Series is these kinds of things. And you get all these great little nuggets, too, where they're talking about, like, some of the nuances of the players and some of the obstacles that they're overcoming or they're talking about um, 
like Trey Mancini and his colon cancer and how he had to come back in Verlander, you know, and his comeback too. And like what that's all about. And um, it was, I don't know, it's, and I guess Nola and Bergman maybe were roommates. I'm trying to think. Is that right? I think so. And they were talking about, like, you get these little nuggets, which is great and fun. If you're a baseball fan, that's cool. But the high energy and the elite, elite level of play that's going on is unbelievable. So, you know, these runners um, advancing, but, you know, these are not home runs that were shot. You know, where I mean, there was plenty of home runs last night, um, but the tenacity and the grit and the, the level of play where the players are just being so, so smart about how they're playing, what they're doing and, and being alert at all times is not the kind of stuff that you see during the regular season at all. Like it was an amazing game up to the point where, you know, like here at the end of the game, you have two runners, one's on second, one's on third. Like it could have went either way at the very, very end. And that's kind of the miracle or the magic of baseball. But of course we all know how it ended, but it was, it was a damn good game. You were clearly impressed. Oh my I God. love it. I get so I love excited. It. You get like, to meet the players in October. It's sort of like March in yeah. college basketball. You get to learn these players' names, sort of what, what the little rivalries are, what these guys are good at, what they're into. Coach, you said topic number one tonight needed to be the Phillies. And uh, after looking at what's been going on and hearing Angela go on about this World Series, I have to agree. We're definitely well, a, a Phillies podcast, right? Well, I, I mean, I I don't know how you can go against them. They're 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 the underdog big time, you know. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I you know the Astros are loaded. The Astros are the 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 favorite. Um, I, I heavy favorites. I, I think uh, the Phillies actually stole one last night in Houston, which is huge. If you know um, postseason baseball, Angela hit the nail on the head. Postseason baseball is so different than regular season. And it's different because of all of the little things that are done right, like she said. You know, the little nuances that make baseball great that are irrelevant during the season become huge in the postseason. You know, people people getting down bunts, people beating out runs, th- things like that. And, and, and all of these guys who are honestly prima donnas because the baseball season are, are too is too long and – and and it goes on forever. All of these guys are playing at such a high level. Both of these teams got there because they they really beat good teams. I mean, they're 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 good baseball teams, and they're going at each other. And it's all chips to the center. The crowd in in Houston, I will say this: uh, not their fans can sometimes be a little bit out there, but um, and, and there was a lot of bold bold talk going going last night on the on the inter, interwebs and uh and just in general I was at a local establishment and there was a lot of lot of talk being thrown against the wall at 5-0 and the pendulum <laughs> swung pretty hard the other way and 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 that game ended up going on for a long time but it's it's man there's some the Phillies have some great hitters their 1 through 5 lineup is so good and, and both of these uh, home fields are huge. Houston is yeah. a great atmosphere. Their fans are come out, support the Astros. They love the Astros. And and oh my gosh, is there a better sports town right now to live in than Philly? I mean, honestly, <laughs> right. if, if they can get They're the Flyers the rolling, holy moly, that, that place might blow up. Because, right, uh, yeah. man, it it the Eagles rolling and 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 the Phillies, man, when they go back, when they go back to uh, 
when they go back to Philly, it's going to be great. It's really going to be a good, fun, fun thing to watch. But yeah, if you if you don't watch postseason baseball or you think baseball is boring, you need to tune into it because I'm I'm telling you, it's good stuff. And uh, I I do think it's going to be a great series. If Phillies if the Phillies win it, it will be one of the best series uh, in recent memory. I mean, I can I'm an old dude, and I can't think of one where there's been a bigger underdog against against a favorite right now and just just i mean the fact that the phillies are even there is great i mean uh the padres wow i mean that was what a lineup that is that they knocked out and um you know let's not even talk about the dodgers who who really went all in to pay for a world series and it didn't work out so yeah it was a foregone conclusion it was gonna be one of those two teams and here here the phillies are People were talking about the beginning of baseball season that there wasn't even any point to play, that the Dodgers were just yeah. going to win. I mean, and I mean, it just goes to show in postseason baseball, if you get it hooked up and you get it rolling, you can really, really go far. And and guys just seem to come together. It's just like, you know, this this Phillies team was good, but they weren't they weren't on the roll like they are right now. And the top five in the order, wow, man. I mean, you got Schwarber, you got Hoskins. You got, um, you know, uh, Harper, a guy named JT Harper. Real He's kind of good at baseball. You know, I mean, uh, not to mention uh, Real Muto, which, mm-hmm. you know, is a Carl Albert k- guy. Um, uh, you he know, was plus 1600 to be MVP, yeah. and he hit the game winner last night, did yeah. he not? Yeah, was uh, yeah. The, yeah he in did. The first double, that was oh. great. Am I well, a and, and as a Cubs Am fan, I, I got to tell you. Baseball? Do what? Am I a baseball sharp? Did I pick the MVP? Yeah, just you, might, you may have fan. Real Muto is a Real Muto was a good bet, and and that's because he's he's a blue collar player that gets after it. And as a Cubs fan, I'm telling you, you know, seeing guys like Schwarber do well, I love it. And not not only that, but you got good glue guys like Castellos. Castellos has been a phenomenal glue guy everywhere he's been. Right, that yep. dude. All he does is all he does is play, and uh, he's a ball player. He's been you good everywhere. Good clubhouse guy, a, everything. So it's a you, grueling you process. Up, uh, Schwarber, skinny or chubby? So we're going to talk about that or no? <laughs> oh, I think we need to, don't you? I mean, He's I thought these we'd days. be doing a disservice if we didn't. I'm, I'm Fat Schwarber's better, right? Yeah. When when he <laughs> when he was with the, the Cubs, he was about 70, 70 heavier. And uh, yeah. he, he could rake. When he first came into the league, he was skinny. He was a catcher. A lot of people don't know that. He was a catcher from Indiana. And uh, they drafted him and, and kind of cultivated him, and they quickly realized that his catching days were going to be behind him because uh, they wanted him to hit. And, you know, when he was with the Cubs, everybody said that, hey, it's only a matter of time before he ends up with the daggum Yankees or something. Yeah. At yeah. And uh, he found his way to the Phillies, and, man, they they really use him, use him well. Um, he's – I, I don't know which is better. I can tell you there's still a glass case on top of the Budweiser sign at Wrigley. Has a ball that <laughs> that, yeah. that was hit so and, far that, that was a great moment in the series. I uh, Chubby still Schwarber remember put that. that ball there. Oh, right. woo. And they didn't even take it off. They Skinny just put a glass case over it. They wanted to remember that moment. That was awesome. Yep. I'll show and it to you Schwarber on the tour. just sounds like a big guy. Oh, yeah. Schwarber. Yeah. <laughs> you don't picture yeah. Schwarber. You you say your buddy says ah Schwarber's coming over later. You're not picturing a little skinny guy. No, you know what I mean. Schwarber hits a left tackle. Yeah, 
Yeah, the it dude can't right. hits dingers. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. crushes beer cans on his forehead too. Probably yeah. right. Like, oh yeah, shit, yeah. Schwarbs is coming. Yeah. Fuck yeah! yeah. Like hey, Schwarbs a good time. I mean, any dude that yeah, loses bombs. sixty pounds and is still big is a big dude, man. Yeah, I was. I'm impressed with his frame. It's his. I it's, bet you are. Not exactly wow. my type per se, but I was like, looking good, buddy. Moving on. <laughs> well, <laughs> spe- wow. Speaking right. of uh, okay. speaking of attractive people, um, yeah. you may remember wow. Hend Bustami. She was too beautiful to be arrested for dine and dashing in airport chilies, but she's not too beautiful to brutally murder her own mother. What? Yeah, um, she's that six who swears she's a 12 from a month or so ago. She got wasted and bailed on a Chili's tab, and then they found her passed out near the bag- baggage claim. Well, oh, yeah, I remember. Las Vegas Metro Police said Hendabu Stami, 28, killed her mother, FF Husanin. Sorry if I mispronounced that, 61, in a South Valley neighborhood. Uh, they lived there together. Dispatchers received a call from a person they believed to be Bustami around 2.30 a.m. Wednesday. She said, I think I killed my mommy, according to the report. And then she hung up the phone. Officers responded to the the home. They found the woman stabbed to death. Uh, They later determined that she had left the area in a car with a California license plate. A license plate reader located the car driving towards California on Interstate 15. A license plate reader? Nope. Don't like that. Don't know what that is, but I don't like it. Uh, California <laughs> patrol troopers after later located Bustami driving near Barstow. We were six miles outside of Barstow. Police said <laughs> while speaking to officers who oh, police officers said when speaking to her that she was covered in blood, allegedly said that she killed her mother. She said that she and her mother had gotten into a fight. And then she stabbed her with shards of glass. But wait, there's more. Eight news out there in Las Vegas found out that there had been 12 calls for service to that home in 2022 alone. Most of these calls, seven of them were for family disturbances, among others for reports of a missing person, civil matters, and a suicide attempt. The most recent was Wednesday morning when she called and told him she killed her mom. This chick is wacko. Like, it was probably clear when they arrested her that she was bonkers. But, I mean, 12 times? What are we doing? If you go to a house seven times... Coach, you go to a house seven times on a domestic. Like, what? at what point does something else happen? <laughs> Besides oh. just... <laughs> I I, re- I don't like these scenarios because you guys drag me into these and I I let me just tell you that you go back more than once something ought to happen. I mean, uh that was kind of the rule that I, I always had is listen, we're going to we we come back here, you're not going to like how that ends. And uh you know, the we're about problem results that, down here. The yeah, the <laughs> problem is uh Problem is between multiple shifts and stuff, but people ought to know. You have your regulars; it happens. Every every town has their regular domestication houses. I mean, it's just it's a terrible, uh, terrible uh, thing. Everybody just needs a hug. Sir, exactly. Yeah, we all need to Kylie Jenner each other and just just open up Pepsi and calm down for a I second. Mean, I like Pepsi. Uh, <laughs> Spanish World Cup fan disappeared in Iran. This fucking dipshit decided he's going to walk 
to the World Cup, straight through Iran, evidently. And it turns out Iran, not exactly cool with that. ABC News says he's probably been detained. A Spanish man trekking from Madrid, Madrid, Madrid. That's not a real place. Madrid. Sounds like a <laughs> uh, like a redneck green energy project. Madrid. I'm going to tell uh, you right now, you lost me at Iran. I'm, I'm not attending <laughs> any sporting events on Iran. And, that, and you can call me whatever you want. You can send it to the coach at hashtag PSR radio, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to Iran. I'm not doing it. Nope. No, nope, for that's no, just, not for no amount. That's on one of those coach no fly zones for me. There's probably about, oh, I'd say maybe about 50 of them as far as we're talking about countries in uh, the world. That's one of them right up there. That you're either the refused to, to go to or not allowed in. Yeah, I just uh, I don't <laughs> see any need for me to be there. And I don't know why they would want me to be there. There would be no feasible reason for me to go there. His mother said that they learned from the foreign ministry that there's a 99% chance he's been arrested. Uh, we are filled with hope, she said. Are you sure she said hope? Like, is that translator good? Does she know a lot about Iran? <laughs> I have questions. Uh, filled with hope. Sanchez's sister is due to meet Thursday with officials at the Spanish foreign ministry in Madrid to learn further details. None of those further details are going to be very... No. encouraging i don't no, think they, maybe they should meet with the the grinders they could discuss how that works right yeah yeah she's the problem got, though. uh she you know, just the, lost her appeal officially so she's gonna do nine years over there i mean this is just rocking out I'm, to not, put- I'm not gonna lie to you i mean i i don't know why that's shocking to anybody i mean i would do yeah. nine years over there if that's what the, if they caught me with the same thing they would they would probably say you're you're a uh Sports talk radio, uh, worldwide famous guy. So we'll let you go. Yeah, uh, maybe not. I would think. Or they would absolutely keep you as a bargaining chip. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Probably for Ooh, some nuclear get, weapons or something. Shit, you'd get a lot for coach. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Probably some. <laughs> you would. <laughs> probably get a. Yeah, probably a gas station burrito or something. <laughs> Speaking of valuable humans, there's a French phenom NBA prospect, the Ringer. Did an article about him. His name is Victor Wembenyama. I haven't heard anyone say his name out loud. Uh, The hype continues to build around this 18-year-old French sensation after a pair of standout performances in exhibition games against G League Ignite. Um, He's not a franchise-altering talent. He's a league-altering talent. An unnamed NBA executive told Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer, the seven-foot-four center finished the showcase, which also featured another top 2023 NBA draft prospect in Sterling Scoot Henderson. Boy, if it's between a seven, four guy and a kid named Scoot, give me the seven foot four guy. Um, 73 (laughs) points, 15 rebounds and nine block shots, shooting 50% from the field and knocking down nine, three pointers in two games. So this kid, perhaps the most impressive is his movement, showing fluidity and athleticism, simply not seen from players of his length in the past. He's seven foot four and plays like a guard. Steph Curry described him as a 2K create a player with cheat code type vibes. That's what kids are saying. You put vibes on something and the kids will listen to you. (laughs) It Uh, makes it more mysterious. (laughs) And another unnamed GM said Victor will be unguardable if he's knocking down jump shots. I haven't actually seen him play. I've seen pictures of him. He's a tall son of a bitch. Yeah, totally seven foot four, I would imagine he is. 
Is this the new the new basketball player, the Kevin Durant model? I mean, maybe I, Durant. Durant was is is his he's genetically made for basketball. He's so his arms and legs are so long. You know, there was a reason why they called him the Durantula because he. I mean, he just. <laughs> I mean, that's people aren't made like that. It's just why uh, didn't he embrace that nickname that and slim reaper? He was offered two excellent nicknames and he rejected both. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know because the Durantulas, it's great. That's that's a great one. I I love the slim reaper one. That was so good. (laughs) Yeah. He's a, he's such a diva. There's so many, we don't, we don't have enough time in this podcast to talk about the things that (laughs) is wrong with Kevin Durant. (laughs) Do you think, uh, to bring it back to Angela's Detroit Lions, do you think Amon Ra's dad jinxed him by talking about Durant getting hurt all the time and now the kids missed two games? He is coming back this week, though, 100%. So maybe uh, too much time in the gym. Not enough stretching. Right. <laughs> Man, I'll, I'll tell you what, dude, that, that guy... He should just sit in the stands and be proud of what he's got going on, man. Both of those kids are yeah. legit. He's got, he's got a lot going on. I'll tell you what, I see my kid catch a rebound in a seventh grade game, and I am thrilled. So he's got to be just yeah. living life. Yeah, absolutely. Did you, hear about the one, did you hear the one about the grandma and the snake? Not the grandma and the snake, the grandma in the snake. Um, a grandmother's <laughs> loved one's worst fears were confirmed after her room. Boy, did I make this a dark episode on accident? <laughs> Uh, are you bringing in snakes to our episode? What, uh, what a the snake hell? ate a grandma? I a love you guys alone. And this is what I get. This is the Halloween edition. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe subconsciously man, I made a Halloween you're, episode. You're creeping me out a little bit, man. You get, <laughs> get off of my cloud, bro. Uh, <laughs> we got murdered. We got snakes. A woman I'm, I'm disappeared over, from a I'm over here rubber trying to live plantation. my best life, and you guys are bringing me gloom a and doom. Plantation? You gotta watch. You gotta she watch. Has a what plantation? Think they still in call Indonesia. them plantations? Yep, in Indonesia. Oh, um, well, there you go. Another country coach will never visit. <laughs> <laughs> we can start a list. <laughs> Indonesia, twenty foot pythons. Cross it off. <laughs> yeah, won't be seeing uh, Indonesia on the old travel uh, list for coach. Yep. Well, long story short, grandma went missing. They saw a (laughs) snake in a clearing with a giant, you know, and they cut it open. There's grandma. They say there, they say that wasn't the biggest snake around though. They figure there's one seven feet longer around the village and they're scared shitless. No, sir. Not, (laughs) not, not up in here. Uh, No. Okay. How about this? Boris Becker is teaching prison yoga. Um, Eric reads oh a TMZ gosh. article is basically an official segment at this point. So I found Boris Becker still alive. I remember when yep. him and McEnroe used to get after it. You want to talk about a, a gym, a hidden gym, Johnny Mac. That dude was a legend. Yeah. Totally he could cuss crazy. a referee like nobody's business. Oh, before it was cool. Mind you like watching Picasso paint. Oh, he was a, he was, he was a original badass. He he really was before badasses was for cool. So how do you <laughs> get to being like a um giving yoga instruction to prisoners? You're like we're giving lessons to like little kids or like you know giving back to the community, and then you're just so sick and tired of little kids bullshit that you decide you're gonna head into the prison. <laughs> no, I can well, relate. no. Step one is you illicitly transfer large amounts of money and other assets. Um. 
to offshore accounts and then you hide other assets and and then you go to a category B prison in <laughs> southwest London. Um it says here, tennis legend Boris Becker has found a second career while locked away in an English slammer. He's become a popular prison yoga instructor. He's, uh, German tabloid. He's in prison? Yep. Or he's yep. teaching in, in April, prison? In April, Becker was convicted for illicitly transferring large amounts of money and hiding assets after declaring bankruptcy in 2017. The German-born athlete was originally in Wandsworth. <laughs> Wandsworth, you sir, may fuck off to Wandsworth. He's in a, a white-collar English prison. Could How long more? is a quid? What the fuck are you saying? How could, many potatoes do I have to eat? Could there oh, be more uppity place to be? I mean, you're you're at the bougie end of the prison scale. I mean, and we're not talking Rikers Island. You're in an English white-collar prison. How hard? How tough? <laughs> Two and a half be? years. Yeah. yeah, nobody's I making license plates over there. I promise you. <laughs> they probably it's have access to a computer and some sort of uh, QuickBooks of some sort or something. They say he's teaching fitness routines to his fellow prisoners and losing a ton of weight. He's made fast friends with inmates at Huntercombe Prison, another place that just doesn't Hunter, sound scary. Huntercombe. That's not Rikers. You know what I mean? That's not San Quentin. Uh, Huntercombe. <laughs> yes, I'm doing a bit in Huntercombe. I'll be home before the morrow or a fortnight or whatever. <laughs> um, he's also given up alcohol. Obviously, it's either toilet wine or nothing in there. Um, <laughs> he's become a regular in the gym and lost 17 pounds. As a sportsman, the source close to Becker told them uh, he knows only too well the highs and lows of victories and defeats. He is sharing his life experience with fellow prisoners and probably teaching them how to launder money. Or learning from them how to launder money. Boy, that's got to be a college. A white college. Oh, that's prison. exactly what it is. <laughs> prison is a college for that kind of stuff. That is exactly For criminals. It. And a white yeah. collar prison, you're learning the good oh, stuff. Yeah, you're learning the you're good stuff. You're getting that There's Jordan, uh, the Wolf of Wall Street guy. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I knew we'd get there. Yeah. That guy just refined <laughs> yep. his skills. Right. He yep. came out that's and hit the ground Jordan Belfort. Yeah. I think it actually added to his resume. Yeah. Yeah. So the the prison yoga is just like that's the organized. That's like an extra study hall for probably crime one hundred and one. Like how do yeah. how can we get us all together to learn more? Well, pff, they have a yoga class in air quotes. <laughs> yeah. Jordan Belfort is out of prison, I believe. Oh uh, yeah, yeah released. Yeah, he has been for a while, isn't he? I think yeah. so. Wild, wild. Yeah, you don't really. Uh, <clears throat> they figure out a way to negotiate that shit down. Uh, another crooked, weird dude. Texans fired Jack Easterby. The executive vice president of football operations was fired by the organization. According to Adam Schefter, uh, since the start of the 2020 seasons, the Texans have only won nine of 40 games. Easterby was hired by the Texans in 2019. His career path is a little weird. He took on a bigger role after coach and general manager Bill O'Brien was fired during the 2020 season. There's a lot of rumors that he had O'Brien ousted. Back in 2020, Sports Illustrated profiled Easterby's controversial career in the Texans organization. The article, which featured more than 40 interviews with people who worked with Easterby in Houston and previously with the Patriots, found that Easterby was involved in a myriad of controversies within the organization. Uh, he was undermining other team executives. 
in in decision making situations. He was a big driver of that Hopkins trade where they gave Hopkins away for nothing. He advocated heavily for that. Um, he sort of fostered a it says he fostered a culture of distrust among staff and players. He sort of was like uh, just a meddler walking around, getting people to turn on each other. I think he watched succession and he tried to essentially do that. He's been, um, he started out with the Jaguars as an intern. Then he became a, a character coach for the South Carolina Gamecocks for five years from two, 2005 to 2010. What? Then he became the Kansas city chiefs chaplain. A character uh, and then coach? he got into character coaching. Then uh, he's character I... coach and team development for the Patriots. Then he comes to the Texans and becomes executive vice president of team development. And all the while, he's this weird evangelist uh, control freak guy. Like at wow. one point, he became everything. Once Bill O'Brien was fired, Who he was basically he like the, the lord of football down there. Hmm. Wow. He must have dirt on somebody. I read that he he was had to have. He was he was engaging in surveillance of people too. Like um yeah. Staff, like Yeah, he was. Sounds uh, very uh, <laughs> yeah, very character like. Uh, yeah. Very Weird. high and character. A man I of also high character. Think that I I read that they wanted to get rid of him a long time ago and they didn't. So I was like, this guy's got dirt on somebody. That's yeah, that's how this shit goes on and how it drags out is because mm, he knows something. <laughs> you keep getting, you keep getting little bullshit uh, job titles and big salaries for no reason. That dude, yeah. he doesn't just know where the bodies are buried. He's probably knows where the shovels still are. Right. Yeah. They're going to fuck with that guy. Exactly. Right. Well, here's how you here's how you'll know is if he gets picked up by somebody else here pretty quick. Because mm-hmm. if it, it usually on a deal like that, if you really got the goods, you're just transitioning to another organization. Just saying. Yep. Like when you uh work for the pharmaceutical company and then you you know, commit a bunch of white collar crimes and have to leave your post there. You're then hired at the FDA or whoever right. was investigating you. <laughs> right. Whatever bureaucracy, three letter fucking acronym. And round and round we go. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, did you hear I got this the truck one? Fever, North guys. Carolina. I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, I, I get, I go through this. It's a deal with me. I really want to pick up so bad. This is the first time in my life. I haven't owned one. And, and you know, <laughs> I've really embraced this whole teaching gig and now I'm teaching and I drive a cord and you know, it's got me looking democratic candidates now. And I'm, I just feel like I need to buy a truck and do something different. Like maybe like get my madness back somehow. I don't know. It's a yeah, midlife it's thing. You're, you're not, you're, this a, isn't a fucking midlife thing. You're fucking <laughs> one month into eating vegetables and you drive a fucking yeah. Honda Accord, a 19 yeah. fucking 89 Honda Accord, and I eat vegetables. <laughs> your body, all so your caveman DNA. If I, could, if I show up there on Tuesday in Oklahoma, I would fucking bet my house that it says coexist on the back of your fucking bumper. <laughs> yeah, Chris, you probably feel a little ballless. You probably need to go out and get a fucking. Go get a fucking Ford Raptor. Yeah, you can go, go spin the tires. Power. I'm not gonna lie. Bit. I'm looking at one Feel right it. now. Not a Raptor, <laughs> but a- yourself a steak and a banana yeah. split. Sir. Well, I can tell you, last night it, it, it kind of hit me, and then I went into some kind of a, a little bit of a blur, and then I ordered like some co- some sort of 
12 taco platter and a couple of beers and it was a hell of a Your night. Caveman so. DNA Did is taking happen? over. Yeah, it's right? survival that's instinct. See, that's a fucking slippery slope. 10 tacos, <laughs> yeah. a fucking milkshake and now we're on the phone buying raptors and that's how fast that happens, kids. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> next thing you know, that's I'll be fast moving to the woods with a gun rack and yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Before you know Making it, you're your fucking mailing bombs. Yeah. Writing yeah. manifestos. Exactly. Yep. Did you make your own beef jerky yet? I no, I, I gotta okay. be honest with yep. you, man. I, I'm, I'm there's a deer it out makes there. Fruit snacks too. Yeah. <laughs> there's a deer out there. I've been trying to get. I showed you guys the picture. I call him. PSR. I seen him. Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought for sure I was going to see him this morning. I thought that was we were a lot of points. A, a date with Destiny. Mm-hmm. But, um, I saw uh, a little four point this morning. That was it. It was. It was yeah. really. And it was a sucky morning too. It was raining and wet. And let me just tell you, being in a deer stand when it's raining is about oh, the suckiest thing ever. The only thing that made I it better do it. was I don't the. I think uh, I've ever done it. No, uh, let me just tell you, it's a treat. And and if you came down here, I'd take you. But uh, let me just tell you, <laughs> what made it better was the gas station potato wedges that I hit on the way home. Yeah, yeah, I'm still on the train. <laughs> Excellent. Let me tell you, there's few things in this world better than a gas station potato wedge. You guys Ooh. have those in, in Wisconsin? Or yes, we like do. Fish? And one of one of the things that's a 1A to that or a 1B to that is the gas station jalapeno corn dog. Oh, boy. That I just, I can't get off of. Hey, um, you get a good jalapeno corn dog. You get a Jiffy trip that has a good jalapeno corn dog. You circle it on a map, my friend. That right there is gold. Let me you tell you, the best one I've navigation. ever had in my life is in Calumet, Oklahoma. That's a true story. I still remember it. I can't remember my, I, I, I my wedding. Some good ones across the land, but Quick Trip does it right. Oh, Quick hey, trip. I can't remember my wedding here in Wisconsin. I remember where the best jalapeno corn dog yeah. in the state of Oklahoma is. <laughs> Cla- Anyhow. Where is it at? Claremore? What'd you say? No, Calumet, Oklahoma. Calumet. Calumet. <clears throat> right there. Calumet there's only, here. there's two gas so stations clear. in Calumet. It's the one on the left. It's the one on the left. <laughs> yep. I, I, you could drive me there right now. Yep. Cross from the bank. <laughs> You know what Quick Trip doesn't have? Hey, hashtag Quick Trip. Get some gizzards. Y'all ain't got no oh, gizzards there. No. You put a little nah, gravy on those or honey? Oh, you can eat baby. them with honey. <laughs> hey, they're mashed potatoes I, and I gravy. I like to good. dip them in gravy and yeah. then uh and White then gravy or my honey? Other cup be, my other cup be full of soggy oh. uh Hey, you deep do deep fried okra where I can I'm just a, put my hands in that okra, get me some, and then a gizzard. Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now, no. you get you get you That's some living. of that. That is good. Uh, Chris, good. we don't say oh. get me some here in the Midwest, and we don't eat gizzards from a gas station. No, <laughs> well, no gas. That's the first thing that's wrong with you. We should start a, a list station. on that. <laughs> you, you, you eat sushi in a gas station, and last yeah. I saw, I we're salt water <laughs> nowhere around nope. here. Somebody yeah. might, but I do yeah. Not. yeah, I ain't I ain't never done that. Yeah, I'll get the quick trip chicken tenders and just eat the mashed potatoes with the chicken tender. Oh really? yes. like a yes. spoon. Oh, and you just consume God. the whole thing. It's highly efficient. North Carolina High School forfeits volleyball games. The Cherokee County, North Carolina School Board voted last month to forfeit all matches for its school's women's volleyball teams against Highland School. The vote, which was approved five to one, came after a student athlete at, oh boy, Hiwassee. I think it's that simple. H-I-W-A-S-S-E-E. Hiwassee. Yeah. Hiwassee Dam High School was injured after a transgender player on the Highlands volleyball team reportedly <sighs> spiked the ball into her head. You, Quote, the county will not participate in any volleyball games, varsity episode. or junior varsity against Highland. <laughs> 
<laughs> due to safety concerns. The minutes is- from the board's meeting read, according to the Washington Examiner. So they're just going to take the losses. They're not. They're not interested in in taking part. So, but wait a minute. They, how many times do they play play that team? I'm, I'm not sure. Oh. I, they must be I, in I, the I, same conference or division. I got nothing on this. This this irritates me just hearing the story. I don't even want to go down this road. This is the <laughs> dumbest thing ever. I, well, I, 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 don't, I, I can don't tell like you. It. I it's illegal you here in Oklahoma. I'll tell you for a reason. That's why I live here. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can tell you anecdotally. I went to a girls seventh grade basketball game where there were a couple kids on the it, other team who it made me want to throw my phone here in your story, Eric, this irritated they probably me weren't on. They probably weren't on the girls basketball team last year. Um, and the coach left both of these kids on the floor for most of the game. That's what I, that's what I had sure the most did. problem. Were with. they sure dudes or not? Yeah, they were guys. These so were there boys. was, there was boys on the, these were boys. That's ridiculous. And, or, no. you know, what, to my eye, they were they were boys. Uh, every inbound, the short one would pass it to the tall one in the post, and he would put it in I'm, the basket. It I'm, wasn't really this is this it is didn't ridiculous. Feel, it didn't feel fair or it's right. Not. Everybody's conscience was probably saying something to him. What it felt like was a, a gym full of sixty people appeasing two people, and it did. It just didn't feel. I don't know what the and, way to do it is. Here's the way, to, the do way it. to do it. It's killing women's athletics. It's kill. It's, it will be the death of women's athletics. That's what it is. And guess what? All those girls on the floor, none of them felt good about that. Maybe some of them aren't going to play basketball again. That's what that's doing. It's just crushing the self-worth and the confidence of a seventh grade year old girl, which is ridiculous because that's that's when we have to build it, not crush it. It's It's ridiculous. Seventh grade. They got two girls who are actually, you know, good at shooting a basketball. It's more. There's more jump balls than made baskets in a seventh grade girls basketball game. But I, we got to go to the I, new topic. I, yeah. This is irritating. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even There's like. Steam I don't even coming like out of his ears. This is a hot button <laughs> right. topic. It's stupid. Here's a, it's here's, illegal for a reason. Here's, here's a palate <laughs> cleanser. Cleveland, Ohio. A 21 year old man has been charged with operating a vehicle while impaired for an incident involving a horse drawn buggy. According to the Ashtabula County Sheriff's Office, deputies responded to a call for a reckless operator driving a horse-drawn buggy on the wrong side of the road. Deputies got in, deputies got in front of the buggy, but the driver did not stop. Um, <laughs> we got a drunk Amish guy passed out in a buggy. The deputy could be heard saying on a body camera video, the video is great. Um, as the buggy passed by, the deputy said he saw the driver slumped over with a beer can nearby. He had a, he had a can of Bud Light in the can holder and he was just slumped over fast asleep. I bet he does this all the time. The (laughs) fucking horse knows exactly where to go and he wakes up when he gets home. Um, the driver identified as 21 year old Nathan Miller was arrested and treated at the scene for minor injuries. The cops, you can hear the cops say he'll get home. The the horse knows how to get home. So they just follow this thing till it stops and and wake the guy up. Who is understandably quite confused. Uh, last he remembers, he was knocking him back with Isaac in the woods. And now he's on the hook for a DWB neighbors came out. Neighbors came outside. Of course, yeah, she gets it. They start immediately defending the guy, asking the cops, "Well, have you ever driven a buggy?" Like it was, it was, it was, a, it was a fantastic scene. You should just type it into your Google search engine, and it'll pop right up. Uh, drunken, oh. drunken buggy incident. 
You can <laughs> get it. The guy was completely asleep. And it really struck me as a thing he does all the time. Right. Do you got, do you got horses and buggies down there, coach? We got Amish. I'm not sure if we have Mennonite people up here, but nah. we got some Amish here. We don't, we don't Excellent have furniture. Uh, we don't have Amish, but we do have people that, that, that ride horses. I will tell you a true story. My dad went to his 20 year class reunion and his oh, best friend horse rode stories. his horse to the class reunion. So he wouldn't get a DUI. That does happen. <laughs> but you can though. I've in Wisconsin. Yeah. You, can. you can get a DUI on a bicycle. And the reason why I know that is because I know somebody who got a DUI on a bicycle. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, you know, uh, Kyle Canane has a great joke about I th- that. I think down here, if you ride a bicycle while you're drunk, it's a self-correcting problem. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, either you're, you're too drunk fate. to ride a bike or you're not. The bike decides. Yeah. 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 The bike decides. <laughs> yeah, bike, bike Is that right, decide. Chris? Yeah. The it'll bike it'll, decides it'll yeah, cut yeah. it. It'll, it'll solve itself. Just give it time. I have actually seen something similar to that. It did solve itself. Actually, it did. So there's videos out there, countless ones where people hijack bulldozers and stuff. I think I I saw one. uh, What was the guy driving where he was in a pursuit, a low speed pursuit with a like a scissor lift or something. I saw that, yes. you know, awesome. all kinds oh, of things. Re- that was a couple of years and ago. And he went way up. And were, yeah. he was like, yep. you can't get yep. me. And he was drinking, yep. trying yep. to finish his Oh, beer. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That was good. Uh, yeah. almost the fire depended. department came down and disabled his controls and brought yeah. it on down with the ground yeah. control. Yeah. Oh, I vaguely so Depending on what time that. of day it is, that guy might have earned his freedom. I'm just saying. I will say the statute of limitations has gone. Uh, I did. I I did. I was on a traffic stop one time where I allowed a guy who was uh, performing at a local uh, establishment perform for his freedom. So on the side of the road, <laughs> cracked open his guitar. He played us a little ditty. He got to go home. <laughs> Remember the song? Uh, I I don't, but I oh. I will tell you I did where know was a guy it? when I was worked at the party? golf course. His name was Harvey Derrick. Dreams on the line, number thirteen in the UK. You think he got any money from that? Hell no. Music industry is corrupt. <laughs> And that's how he would introduce himself. <laughs> Harvey Derrick, dreams on the line. Look into it, kids. He <laughs> Number started 13. out talking about a horse. <laughs> you never know. You never know. That's a true story, though. Oh, Harv. Let me just tell you, man. I, wa- I had a foreman named Monty Heatley, and he had a barbecue at his house once. Monty Heatley wore a cowboy did, hat folks. signed by Johnny Bush and the Bandolitos. That's a true story, too. <laughs> So we went to this barbecue and we and we thought it'd be cool to bring old Harvey Derrick for entertainment. Harvey Derrick dreams on the line. So we 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 had about four or five cold ones and decided that we were going to ditch old Harv because he was cramping our style. About an hour and a half later, I get a call from Monty Heatley and he says, "Uh, I said hello." He said, "Yeah, hey, this is the Heat." He said, "Hey, you son of a bitch. Let me just tell you, you bring Harvey Derrick, you leave with Harvey Derrick. All right." <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, true story. Lesson learned. Dreams on the line, number thirteen oh. in the UK. Think I saw any money from that? Hell no. Music industry is corrupt. Corrupt. <laughs> Angela, you're gonna love this. Phil Kessel became the NHL's Iron Man on October 25th, 2022, in San Jose as a member of the Vegas Golden Knights. The timeline that led up to that moment features two championships, hat tricks galore, Olympic success, and the consistency of showing up to the rink every single day to compete. 
there's a whole timeline put together um, of his 966 or 989 was the record. He has 990. Was that the record, Angela? Yes. Yes. 990. Hockey games. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's anytime you have an Iron Man scenario. We were talking about this um, this morning, maybe over breakfast. And um, anytime you have an Iron Man scenario, it's a big deal, obviously. But if it's hockey games, good lord, he's a beast. That's like dog years. How many car accidents is that? (laughs) No kidding, right? How many teeth? How many teeth did he lose? How many times was his nose broke? Like, how many times was his fingers dislocated? I just, hey, I will say this no one does hockey like Las Vegas either. It's huge. Yeah, they really do it right. I've been to like three of them, and they are always gonna ask if you've been out there. Really impressed. They make a big show of it. Oh, production. I've only been to a handful of NHL games, and I've enjoyed every daggum one of them. Let me just tell Mm -hmm. you. But what's the arena like? Oh, it's it's amazing. They have, I mean. You can imagine the theatrics involved, dude. It's it's Vegas, but nobody does things like Vegas. Don't they like I mean, slay a dragon? Before oh yeah, the game? yeah. They have a like a <laughs> stormtrooper and a, and like a medieval scene that goes on in the center ice and the, hell it's, yeah, it's really cool. Way so cool. they do they play way into the Vegas like life, so they get into it. Oh, That's it's awesome. huge. We we, it's we need huge. to go out there. It sounds like That'd they're way into the night yeah. thing too. Yeah, but oh yeah. It's, yeah. Dude, they'll block it all off, and it's big time, man. I mean, it's big time. Hockey, when when the Knights went out there, especially that first year, gosh, they were they were colossal. And and I remember going to a game, going, "Wow, this this is entertainment to the to another level." I mean, Vegas really does it right. I mean, I'm talking like showgirls out front and the whole deal. Oh, nice. <laughs> they picked up a massive fan base right away. The first they couple did. of years, they were a very popular well, team. Well, because they put together, about, they, they, they really well, they didn't just, have any other sports. Well, right. they, yeah, they, they didn't have any other sports, and they put together a squad that was really good just through free agency, which automatically made them like everybody's friend because <laughs> they just took That's everybody that nobody guys. wanted, and they put together a group, and they made a run. They made a deeper. I mean, they almost won yeah. a daggum thing. Yeah, they did. I was rooting yeah, for them. That was crazy. I Is might the have a Kraken night catching on like that? Do what in Seattle, like Vegas is? I wonder. I don't know. Well, they I don't were think worried so. in Vegas, like they didn't know if they'd be able to support a team. But like Chris was saying, they're hungry for sports out there. Like they yeah. are all super, super excited. And I will say, yeah. good job Seattle on picking the mascot, the Kraken. That is yep. a badass mascot. No, that's awesome. That is so cool. <laughs> I have a Kraken <laughs> shirt. Cool. It's really, really cool. I have lots of Kraken gear too. It's totally badass. We were talking the other the other month, a month ago maybe, or right before hockey started, or yeah, when they unveiled the troll. They have that little troll thing. Yeah, was their little mascot that I forgot his name. I don't. He runs I don't know, the but they they failed there because you're well, telling they me they have a troll that- under the bridge in Seattle, and that's where it came from. And I figured uh, uh, like it took okay. me a while to put it together, but that's I got what you. it was. I got but you. It's well, so not as badass as a kraken. No, <laughs> kraken is oh, the coolest God, mascot there. ever. I know. Fun fact: Phil Kessel, a Wisconsin, a Madison, Wisconsin native, yes. says here in the twenty two in the twenty ten Olympics. The Madison, Wisconsin native posted a goal and an assist in six games as the Americans captured the silver medal in Vancouver. Um, they have a whole list of, you know, his goals and assists, his hat tricks, 
Um, his contract signing an eight year contract with Toronto worth 64 million in 2013. That sounds like a pretty big contract. Uh, February 12th, 2016, he scored a goal against Carolina in his 500th consecutive game, became the 24th player in NHL history. Um, in game 700, he put up two goals against Calgary. In 2018-2019, regular season came to a close as Kessel's streak hit 774 straight games. Now we're in COVID. He goes to the Coyotes. 800th game, came in a matchup against the Anaheim Ducks. I don't see any stats there. It seemed like every other of his landmark games, he came out and scored at least one goal or two, had a couple assists, maybe a hat trick. And the great players are like that. They can always reach back and, and give you one more vintage performance. Pujols magically did it for right. like two months right but, you know that's why like the packers i'm sure they're gonna get smoked out in buffalo but there is that little part of me that's like eh. <laughs> rogers is a magician like i've seen it before but he's never hated the whole team before uh, yeah I mean, that's he, not cool rogers can be as great as he wants he doesn't have any wide receivers and and the state of yeah. wisconsin refuses to acknowledge that no, no friends. Uh, Ryan at Sports Gambling Podcast is starting to suggest that maybe Rogers is the kind of guy who nobody goes to his birthday party. You know, he's <laughs> you're not invited. He's, he's my a birthday guy you have party. to Except know. Except for Blue Earth, yeah. Hey, right. you're gonna. <laughs> have you guys ever seen that movie Peanut Butter Falcon? No, no, no. Let me just tell you. Of it. I, I, I'm all jokes aside. <laughs> rent it with your family. It's really good. That's oh, what, what it made me it? think of. There's a kid in there that talks about uh that you know people being invited to his birthday party that's what made me think of it sorry oh. moving on uh, oh my god squirrel <laughs> really good did anybody die really good any, no it's a great movie I mean, what are we doing here no it's uh it's Goddamn got um, Patriot sports radio it's got the guy that let's um, talk about dan snyder <laughs> i'm trying to one think of the of greatest men in professional sports to one of the absolute worst dan hey, snyder. i saw his it's wife a tale too day. long wow good for him dan snyder's money will buy you a lot it will. It will. Yeah, she'll drop <laughs> him like a hot in, uh, rock after that little that little honeymoon's be over. Oh yeah, quick. especially if he manages to get himself kicked out of this old boys billionaires club, which is pretty hard to do. The guy, these guys kill escorts on their way to the gas station to get coffee in the morning. Like their bar for what is despicable is quite high or yeah. low, whatever makes sense. But these guys are scumbags and. These scumbags are fed up with how much of a scumbag Dan Snyder is to the point where they, I think they want him to sell the team. And now the stories are coming out and the enemies are starting to collaborate. Jerry Jones and Jim Irsay are starting to speak out about it. Stories emerging about Snyder forcing himself on a woman who worked for him while on his jet, instructing employees to pour milk in a luxury box. Um, a former Washington Commanders employee told House Oversight and Reform Committee, "This is what they, this is what our elected officials are sitting there listening to and dealing with." Uh, right. Told the committee that owner Dan Snyder instructed him to pour milk on the carpet of Washington National owners, Washington Nationals owner Mark Lerner's suite at FedEx Field, so that the room would smell like sour milk when Mister Lerner and his family attended the game. Um, <laughs> The team's former COO said Mr. Snyder gave the order after the owner had reached a deal with Mr. Lerner's real estate company for land to build out parking around the stadium. And he felt like he paid way too much. <laughs> Fuck this guy. This will be a funny prank. Let's invite him to the stadium and ruin his afternoon. Um, and then I found another headline that said commanders 50, 50 raffle prize 
check to fan bounced. Uh, with all the negative headlines swirling around the Washington Commanders, the organization has little margin for error. Any mishap on the field gets or off the field gets magnified. Uh, Colts owner Jim Irsay wants him out. And good luck creating a counter scandal to shut him up. He's already scandaled all the scandals you can scandal. You got nothing on Jim Irsay. He's literally been caught with a briefcase full of pills. Fucking good luck. Uh, He's become embroiled in accusations of toxic workplace environment, sexual harassment, financial misdeeds. Like uh, Snyder's most recent misdoing has been his claim that he has dirt on the owners and other people like NFL commissioner Roger Goodell. He also said, quote, the NFL can't fuck with me. And I think the NFL is about to fuck with him. Is this going to be like everybody just gets me too and they all fall like dead because Dan Snyder knows where some bodies are. If he's that's a fact, he's not going to be the last domino. He's not going to go down all like, okay, bye. That's not how these guys are wired. No, I just think that it's interesting. But I'm still stuck on. Is this what our elected officials do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Has anybody seen he, the fucking yes. prices of milky fucking poured all over the goddamn <laughs> fucking studio suite? We got an oversight hey, committee worrying he, about where where Dan Snyder's pour milk, how much he, he paid for a parking lot. Who fucking cares? As this goes on, like he's not going to back down. And so he's going to be nope. it's just going to be dirt slinging back and forth, dirt slinging back and forth, dirt slinging back and forth until somebody has the best story. But they're all going to get fucking sued. Well, and right. I, I just this keep is, thinking. I just keep thinking, what what do you got to have in your arsenal to go, man? I, I mine, I got big brass clanging ones, just just swinging them. Just I don't care. Come at me, bro. What yeah. have you got? Some of these guys, briefcase. like the guy who, like, out of thirty two of these, one of them's got Epstein's fucking book. I guarantee you that. Yeah, well, if some they're of not these in, guys, like the guy what? who owns the Dolphins, he owns half of fucking Manhattan. He the NFL legitimately. Can't fuck with him. That's why he went and yep. tried to get Brady and Sean Payton because he's literally above the law. So I mean, you don't want to make an enemy of guys like that. This is going to get ugly. You'll be found in in three feet of water next to your yacht, and it'll look like you fell over drunk or something. You know, after Ursay spoke out about you know, how he would like him to sell the team. And he thinks it's time. Um, Snyder disagreed publicly and said, once all the evidence comes out, Ursay will see that there's no reason for him to sell the team. Then he sent all the owners like a, we're all in this together letter, which was not well received. Uh, Dan Snyder is like a Sopranos character that we all know is going to get killed, but he's just (laughs) walking around and the episode is happening. And you're like, when and where is it going to happen? Because this guy's going to end up in a trunk by he's, the time the credits He's roll. the guy that gets his head run over at the gas station. What was that guy? <laughs> yeah. Phil Rizzuto? Pop-pop-pop. He's Phil Rizzuto. <laughs> Phil, no, that's a, that's like, a different deal. Like you said the other day, Aaron. So is like, this... Publicly, I do not like sport fishing. I publicly do not. My brakes work perfectly on my yeah. publicly. That's what, I, that's what I said. He needs to yeah. come out right now and say he's not suicidal. Right. He, so there. So it's good to always have dirt on everybody. But yeah. when you have 32 teams that have been running since the 20s pretty heavy and have generations and generations, what you have now is now you have to die because we just can't let you live anymore. A team like the Steelers? Because once you get to that level, it's yeah. like the There's shit no- that comes out could ruin so much this that now it's worth a $75,000 hit. Yeah. Right. There- 
There are CEOs of billion dollar corporations who will lose their jobs connected. They they don't even know they're connected to this. Yep. Like the shockwaves will be far and wide if these billionaires start really going down. Major implosion. We got breaking news. Uh, Uriah Hall just beat uh, Le'Veon Bell in his pro boxing debut at the unanimous decision win. All these guys think it's a good idea. How is Le'Veon Bell already broke? Oh, he must be. I don't know. He he really he must, must be. be on the Adrian Peterson plan. Well, because you get, I Just, mean, 27 kids, I guess. But man, you get on that. You get you leave the league and now you all need money. Come on. Didn't Angela, do you remember a story about the Redskins flying cheerleaders down to an island somewhere? And it oh, was yeah. like the 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 vibe of the whole thing was it seemed like they flew those cheerleaders down there to to bang rich guys. Or at least they were expected to. Yeah. Perhaps they, they were, were not like, on board with that. Right. That was a big, huge thing. It was a big, huge, oh, big, big thing. Man, there's got to the be so stuff. much. That's well, what I'm saying. Like, we're going to hear all kinds of crazy stuff popping out now. You don't think Jerry Jones and, and those boys have done some fucked up shit? Oh. Yeah. I mean, when people nowadays people. go back to the seventies. I mean, for fuck's sake, these guys were rich, so they always Imagine had cameras and camcorders. Right. When we didn't have that, because we didn't have that kind of money, they did. Yep. Well, Imagine and, the shit Jerry's done me, just in the oil business. You're telling me just you don't have a guy who has a guy that 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 here here's your envelope full of money and your uh, disc- your disclosure that says your your non communication disclosure. I mean that that's a that's deep. out the door. That stuff. This is crazy. This is gonna get really ugly because these guys. <laughs> Even so if you get paid off, you have an opportunity to get paid for real. And because the only thing bigger and, than these guys' yeah, but, bank accounts is their fucking egos. No yeah. bullshit. This is crazy. I, I don't. I, I mean, I. I don't know, man. I just think. I. I. I, I don't. Whatever. I just think there's still got to be. <laughs> there's still got to be an honest person that does bad things like like (laughs) like i still believe that there's people out there that that you know oh you want to pay me ten thousand dollars to go to this do this okay that's cool i mean not okay i'm gonna take your ten thousand dollars but uh and then i'm going to turn around and sue you five years from now Oh, you're talking about honor among thieves. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I am. Not in 2022, brother. I, I just <laughs> still believe there's that there's a net out there that's selling that kind of anonymity, if you will. Especially in this, inflation in, era. In, in, in this day and age, I think that's exactly. I think there's still yep. a guy that you can go to to do that. Anonymity you're talking about is- like uh, Ray Donovan kind of shit. I, I mean, I don't know. We're, we've this is a, this Halloween edition has gone off the rails. Let's I'm move on. I'm not sure how we got to. I'm not sure how we got to to fixers, but we did. This is anonymity, a, this is probably a, the a, highest, the most valuable commodity right now. It's so hard to absolutely. get just a little anonymity. Can you use proxy chore in this probably. kind of a situation? You could proxy uh, is corn is <laughs> is promo code corn pop still? I think in play? that's still valid. Yeah, we haven't so, gotten a cease yeah. and desist I mean, yet. Is, so Jerry Jones just needs to call proxy chore. Bada big, bada boom. He's probably he probably secretly owns it. Right. <laughs> here's one that here's one that you'll love. Miss France beauty pageant sued for selecting contestants 
based on their appearance. Uh, three huh. women. Three in women. In a beauty contest. <laughs> I'm yeah. out. Is that what you said? I'm out. Uh, this, is, said. this is irritating. Three women have joined forces with a feminist group. Shocker. I'm just going to file a legal complaint over discrimination and breach of labor laws. Ugh. When you spell labor Wrong. like that with a U, I'm already out. Yeah. yeah I'm so out. beauty pageants aren't beauty pageants anymore. Now that I think about it, bring to bring it back to sports, it's kind of bullshit that whoever jumps the furthest wins the long jump competition. And it's like the only determining factor is how far your jump is. It's a fucking beauty pageant. It's not a personality pageant or an empathy off. It's who is the most the victim wait off for it. Who is the most beautiful and you can hate it or speak out against it. Glue your hand to a fucking moving train. I don't care. But what you cannot do is enter the beauty pageant, lose and then cry discrimination. You can't do that. Yes. Hell yeah. I don't what understand how it's discrimination to judge a beauty pageant yeah, based on beauty. Saying. Hey, here's so what needs to happen is I don't know. Then you'd be punched in the face <laughs> for doing that, for wasting my fucking tax dollars in the goddamn court of law over this bullshit. So I mean, you just walk up to him and poke him in the fucking nose and be like, go home and go to fucking work. The plaintiffs argue that the organizers, Miss France Company and Endemol Production, E N D E M O L Production. That's great. I, you know, I feel like the COVID vaccines should have been put out by somebody by a company called Endemol. Uh, are breaching French labor law by forcing aspiring beauty queens to be more than one point seven meters tall, single, and quote representative of beauty. They are under obligation to not gain weight or change hairstyle, and are not allowed to have tattoos or piercings other than in their ears. Candidates must also never have been married or had children. Okay, so it's like a fairest of the fair type deal. I don't know. They have here's the they have deal though. I'm gonna tell you what you what you probably don't know about this. I have a friend who is in circuits of beauty pageants. Oh yeah. Tell her what's up. You can start your own beauty pageant. Did you know that? I did not. You can Wait, put what? whatever parameters around it that you want to. So I could do an all and tattoos and piercings beauty pageant, is what yeah, you're saying? My. Yes, you Ooh. could. You could. Okay. It could be all tattoos <laughs> and body piercings married, all tattooed and body piercings um, under the age of 40. You, c- you can do your own. So wow. it's one of those things where. And that's not discrimination? Well, you're entering at will, knowing what yeah. the parameters are. So no, that's but I'm thing. just telling you, there's it's it's a huge, huge. It's a whole new world. Most people oh. don't know much about it, much about it. It's 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 a thing. It's a big, huge thing. A whole you enter, new world. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> instead of calling that Raiders girl, we can just have a pageant. Uh, several previous candidates have been eliminated for doing anything, quote, contrary to good morals, to public order, or the spirit of the contest, which is based on the values of elegance. Be a lady is what they're saying. Uh, the three plaintiffs who have not been named were excluded from the recent contest for smoking in public, being too short, and for having posed for nude pictures. Yeah, that'll do it. They're looking for kick gloves, girls. Yeah, a lot of them ha- are tied to public service and all that kind of stuff. I'm just saying, but that's hilarious that there's like no nudity and you can't be short. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? That's kind of weird. You must be 1.74 meters tall. No I can't smoking, do a French no accent. You don't want me to try. Um, do you guys want to hear about the blind pilot? 
<laughs> an Arizona like, no. woman. This is the headline on Fox 10 uh, Phoenix.com. Arizona woman overcomes blindness to pilot plane. Um, she lost her sight when she was 14. Um, she's making a rare but monumental achievement. She's piloting a plane. She spent months preparing for the... Oh, months! Well, then. <laughs> okay. Uh, preparing for the journey of a lifetime as a student of the Foundation for Blind Children in Phoenix. I've had to go through extensive ground school and in-flight training just to figure out all the ins and outs and the details. Uh, on October 7th, she took off from Mesa's Falcon. Oh my God, this already happened. She took off from Mesa's Falcon Field Airport in a small Cessna aircraft. She said they were able to get me a poster of the inside and exact replica. I was able to braille it at home. So I put it up on the wall or on the table and I just sit in front of it and practice for hours. I don't understand what she's saying. Um, it says it's not unusual to see a young woman pilot a plane, but it's pretty rare for that pilot to be blind. Yeah. Um, she lost her sight when she was 14, just was out riding her bike. Her vision became blurry. And the next day she found out she had some autoimmune disease. Um, before you know it, it went from just peripheral to she can only see a couple inches away from her face. That's scary stuff. And now um, she's flying a plane. Yeah, she says That's we do a cool. lot of these. We do a lot of these challenge events. Uh, it's all part of. Oh my god! It's all part of an event called Flight for Sight, which is meant to give blind kids a chance to prove they're capable of anything. According to Mark Ashton, CEO for the Foundation of Blind Children, uh, we do a lot of these challenges events to give our kids a chance to prove the world they can do anything. She's flying across the country and it's going to show the world that anything can be done. I agree with that. This is definitely going to prove that pretty much anything can be done. Um, she's, she's already taken her to Colorado. Oh, her journey has already taken her to Colorado Springs and Kansas city. She's expected to head to Louisville, Kentucky on October 10th before heading to Washington, DC for world Sight day. This is crazy. What, what do you think that means? She has a braille replica of the cockpit well it's probably just it probably just is braille for which gauge is which but it doesn't matter you if know. you can't see it i mean I'll, obviously she's not flying alone but plane flies it's cool itself, that she gets to right? be in the in the plane uh, yeah boy that instructor's got some huevos get up there and teach a blind kid to fly not everybody can do that <laughs> well he's got the pedals too on his side he can just take that over if he needed to so that's awesome. I'm all for, you know, building kids up. We do the opposite in this country way too much. Yeah. So if you can fly a plane with a blind kid yeah. at the controls and it's, it's legit and everybody's safe, I'm all for it. Let the blind kids, let, let's get them into drift racing. Fuck it. Let's do some cool shit. Self-confidence and self-worth. That's what it's all about. Yeah. With little ones. Amen. I mean, some of the most inspiring people you see are people in wheelchairs or people who are missing a limb and who have, have overcome incredible things and they go around and give speeches and you're like, Holy shit, how is this person real? And they make you feel real lazy, but they also inspire you to maybe get up a half hour earlier and uh, go for a run or something, or just wake up in the morning and be glad you have two legs. Shit like that. I don't know Amen. how we got here either, but I'm Sh all Shia about LaBeouf, building kids by the up. way, peanut butter Falcon. Shia <laughs> LaBeouf. There's I an wrote interesting it down. cat. I wrote it down. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. It's a memorable name. 
for yep. sure. <laughs> Write it down. Go watch it. It's great. Watch it with your family. Speaking there, of inspirational. There any, uh, hour nine? We can probably use a good hour of this. I only, I only got a couple thousand ohms in there. Anything else pressing we want to we do before I get into the whole thanks for listening deal? No, no man. No, no, I'm missing. I'm missing times? baseball, so I'm ready. Okay. To go. Let's let's do <laughs> let's the go baseball. Watch baseball. Uh, you still have a couple innings left. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We truly do appreciate it. We encourage you to tell your friends, share the show on social media, maybe send us a five star review. Uh, make sure you set your alarms for the football super podcast on Saturday mornings and at seven thirty. Make sure you set your alarms for the Football Super Podcast on Saturday mornings at 7.30. And then we're right back Sunday mornings at 7.30 for Wake and Rake. Talk some bets, fantasy football with us. We got Jordan Thomas coming on this morning or this week. You don't want to miss that one. Head over to PatriotSportsNow.com, the greatest website of all time. We have a podcast, articles coming out all the time. There's a forum over there. You can talk about all things sports, sports adjacent. So much cool stuff over there. Thanks, Angela and Coach, for joining us this evening. Until next time, be good to each other. Chris kicked outro music. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.